Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Six-time NBA All-Star is a four-time member of the All-NBA teams and a four-time NBA champion with the San Antonio Spurs. The most valuable player in 2007 NBA Finals, he starred on the French national team and he was named the MVP of the Eurobasket in 2013. Presenting his Hall of Fame jacket and ring are his brothers TJ and Pierre and his teammates Boris Diaw and Ronnie Turioff, Tony Parker. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. It's the 12th day of August. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Johns Creek. Wonderful Johns Creek. Hey, hey, I mention that. everybody. I mention everybody. The gladiators. You ain't. Pardon? The gladiators. Yes. That's, yes, yes, that's, yes. that's who they are. Uh, and you just heard, um, is that Malik Andrews? Yeah, Malik. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, introducing. She's uh, very polarizing. Yeah, well, she's very good at her job. For, for, for she's very some, polarizing. For she, some. Pu- she pushes some buttons. For some. <laughs> uh, but introducing Tony Parker. It's, it's Hall of Fame weekend for basketball. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hall of Fame weekend for basketball, and uh, it's great to see them. Yes, I think yesterday where they got their jackets and got their rings, and uh, the induction and the speech the speeches are coming up later today. And whose speech are you most looking forward to hearing? If if Maybe it's a couple. I don't know. I'm just up top of my head. Here's one I had forgotten about. Okay. And uh, I'm sorry. Every time I think of this, I just think of a comb over. Is Gene Cady. Yeah, yeah. I just, hey, no disrespect to him. And he coaches you know what up. But he's just, it just reminds me of that. Yeah, Big Ten Coach of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, was that, I, 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 uh, you know what, Pop, for sure, you know. Um, I think that would be great to hear Greg Popovich uh, thought. He's gonna go after somebody, though. You know. Well, what? you know, he, he, <laughs> and you know what? He's somebody. got and he's got the green light to do that. He knows he, he, he he's gonna do that, but also he knows what what he has uh, a chance to do. Maybe one more time before he steps down with this draft pick that he just got. Um, this is coming to San Antonio, so he's got to be pretty excited to honor the past uh, accomplishment with an eye on on. What's possible for the future for him? Yeah, it's right going to take a minute, though, because he got David Robinson, and it took him till he got Tony Parker. I mean, until he got uh, um, Tim Duncan to get. It just, it, it's so hard, man. But you know, you it, was, it, was, it, was, it was hard then. How hard will it be today? Because there's some folks who want to play with that dude. And that's the other thing people who want to come to where he is 
And, that, you know, that's the thing. He's got a guy who, if he shows what he can do this year and he looks like it, somebody's going to say, hey, you know what? That, that That's where I need to be. I can go down there. I can work with Pop and work with this big kid and we can we can get somewhere. That's what I think happens after this season. People want to see the rollout. There's a lot of hype, you know. People want to see, and people talking about, okay, that's great. The guys are going to come back and get around him. They're not going to get out there and play with him, you no. know. Um, so that's that's great. Dirk Nowinski, uh, and and of course Dwayne Wade. A lot of people talked about you know uh, him being there and Becky Hammond. So I mean, that's we, we, the one. Yeah, uh, I'm just. I mean, she's doing what she's doing on WNBA side, but do you still see her being offered a job on the NBA side? That could be. I think that's. Still I'm asking you. Do yeah, you oh, see yeah. that happening? Yeah, you see somebody. Think, I think that could happen. You know, I'm. 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 I'm just. You know. Paul Gasol. Yeah. He's another one. I keep I keep hearing Dion in my head. And Dion from a couple of years ago talking about how they letting everybody into the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it's not the hall of very, very good. It's the hall of great players. Yeah. And I never thought Paul Gasol was that dude? I, I he was he was great because he was with that, Kobe. Remember now, you don't get in strictly of what you do in the NBA. He's an international player. Well, okay, you throw okay. It I'm just yeah, I just that, see that's, him. That's the other when you talk about international players, that brings a whole different element, not just what they did in the NBA. So I mean, that's that's what that's just just saying that's that's you know, that's a big part. And of the it. funny thing about it is. The, the guy who's the best – I consider the best international player of all time is going in in this class, and Dirk. Yeah. And and I say that thinking about Tim Duncan here on the side here, but still, just – he was just fundamentally sound, meaning Tim Duncan. But Dirk, had, he was a player. I think he could t- – you know, he'd take anybody out outside the perimeter right. and get his shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Tim Duncan could do that on a regular basis. You know, he's not, he not a long-range shooter where Dirk was, being seven feet or whatever he was. That's just me. Um, wait, do we want to bring Eric? I just want to debate him on that Dirk issue. I would say Dirk is the best foreign-born NBA player of all time, but he's not the best international player of all time because he really didn't play much international ball. That title has to go to Manuel Ginobili. Wait, Be- hang on a second. He wasn't born in – where was Bork, Dirk? Oh, oh, like I said, Dirk is the best non – Foreign-born NBA well, that's player. International foreign is international the same thing? No. When you say international player, Dirk didn't do anything on the international level. I'm not saying he level. played. Okay, well, I'm thinking because he was born outside this country. That's why I'm throwing him under the international umbrella. Okay. Well, okay, so wait, hang on a second. But this brings back to the, the conversation. You're saying that Manon Ginobili was a better, in your opinion, player than Dirk Nowitzki? Not better player, but what he did internationally, internationally. and in the NBA oh, well, together, that's not his career. No, okay, yeah. point taken. Of the but the the players side by side, which one would you say, of the international or foreign born players? Actually, if I had to pick one, of the, if I had to start a team, I'm taking Janelle because what he did as all around player. You wouldn't take Tim Duncan? No, I wouldn't call Tim Duncan was doing U.S. Virgin Islands. He's a yeah That's, American native. Yeah, American, yeah he's, he's, that was yeah. still no, okay. no, no, no. He's, he's, he's a U.S. citizen. This he's, is like people born in Puerto Rico. No, he's, he's, played, still, he's played on U.S. Olympic team. I, I, yeah. I, okay, but yeah. still, what Janelle did. As a player, as an all-around game, pass, rebound, sh- scoring, yeah, I'm taking Ginobili. When you, when you, when, and the reason I throw Tim Duncan in there because he's always included. And when you talk about Pop and the foreign-born players, yeah, but he's already it. thrown in. He's always thrown in there though, along with he, Tony Parker. I think he's and thrown in there. He's just on the team with him. I don't throw him in there as being a foreign. You player. don't, but it's he's he's discussed that way because of his West Indies 
birth. I, I, semantics. I'm just yeah. telling you that's where he's, he's, you know, the guy ain't from Philly. Well, well, I'm no, saying. He played Wake Forest. Philly. He played here. I'm just saying he's thrown in there. But you're right. You're absolutely right. U.S. Virgin Islands. Again, now I'm going to ask you guys, you, you so easily say that, and Manu Ginobili, good pick. There were some guys who were before him who folks feel like Drazen Petrovic cut short, but his yeah, game, short, yeah. you know what I mean? But if he stayed he, he longer. Was clearly, he was clearly on the path. There you go. You clearly, see what I'm saying? He was clearly on the path. Um, where does, in your mind, Yao Ming fall? Well, he made everybody look. You know what I mean? I mean, too short-lived of a career, too many injuries. I'd give you another name, the, the guy from the Bulls, Tony Kukoc. He was well, the best player. He was the him. best player Europe had ever had before he came to the NBA. He was the three when he came I'm to the Bulls. Right. He was the three-time European Player of the Year. He was a European MVP and he had won like three European championships. Again, I know that's your team, man. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I'm not talking about how that happened, though. But anyway, what do you say about um, when we talk about some of these guys who are going to be inducted yeah. here? Yeah. Um, and Yao Ming is in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Pardon? Oh, I know he's a Hall of Famer. I'm yeah. just talking about his statement about yeah. international players, foreign-born yeah. players, wherever. Where do you throw him in? I'm just trying to think of some of the all-time greats. Yeah. I put Dirk right more, there. More, more of an impact uh, being as far as we didn't get a chance to see him play as much in the States, but what he had done internationally and the fact of what he did for the league, what he did further, further for basketball and for the NBA, just bringing in, you know, a, a country and a nation to really gravitate towards uh, toward the NBA and watch. Uh, remember what would happen when it was time for all-star ballot. My right. goodness, you know, he would be a unanimous pick for the, for the all-star teams those times. If you take the – all right, let's switch gears here instead of the players. Let's talk about these coaches for a second because we, we started off talking about Pop. Yeah. If you take, say, the top four or five all-time great coaches, they seem to have a legacy of some sorts. They did something that made them who they were as far as a coach. What is it with Greg Popovich? I'm asking. I'm asking legitimately. If you tell me, if you tell me, um, uh, Phil Jackson, okay, triangle offense, and yes, he had Michael and all that. If you talk about Pat Riley, it was the. It was the conditioning that he introduced and made these guys almost train like track athletes so he could do the Showtime thing out in Los Angeles. And he, then he incorporated the toughness. There are things you could reach to as far as Pat Riley. Listen, if you talk about Red Auerbach even, you can talk about what he did, not so much a style of coaching, but this dude back in the 50s when nobody wanted to go out and get black players, he went out and got black players. Yep. Okay? You can talk about then in the 80s when nobody wanted white players – he went out and got white players and won. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy, but Red did that. What do you say about Pop? What is his like? What I mean, we know the tree, we know the people um, that work that played for him. But I'm saying, is there no identity? No, it's with not him an as identity. a coach. It's no identity. I, I think you talk about the, the cultural differences that he was able to to, to bring in uh, under under one place and succeed and achieve. I think that's a big part of his legacy. Uh, the diversity of of his of the teams. Types of players? His teams. Okay. You know, and he didn't have to be the, in a big major city this? to get that done as well. That's a lot the of people other thing. Figured you had to do that. You had to be in Chicago. You had to be in L.A. You had to be yeah. in New York or Boston. No, he did it from San Antonio. Yeah, you know, so I, I think those are the two. And he did it with the perfect person who didn't need to be in a big city, and that was David Robinson. Yeah, or or, or, or Tim Duncan. Well, Tim, but David got there first. Yeah, yeah. You but, know what I mean? Yeah. And to build a team, like you said, about some of these players who want to go play 
with their first-round pick. Nobody really wanted to go to San Antonio, even with David Robinson there. Tim Duncan, you know, he went there because of where he was drafted. He would have gone there. But free agent, you think so? I covered him in college. He was at Wake Forest. Yeah, four years, and he had to get out, and he had to go someplace. But I'm just saying, he he, could have gone to the league after his freshman year. Absolutely. He liked being in school, and Wake Forest is a tucked away kind of place there in Winston-Salem. He loved it. So going going to a smaller place, a not-so-major city, was no big deal for him. I think the, I think the 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 molding of cultures is where you start with pop because I I don't seem to believe there were a lot of top free agents that wanted to go to San Antonio. And so because of that, he brought up the games of Tony Parker, you know, between David Robinson and and, and Tim Duncan, is it fair to say that between those three, meaning Pop and those two players, they brought up they you know accelerated the 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 Heightened the game, if you will, of of Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. Absolutely. Gave them and didn't go after other free agents like that. I don't know. I'm just having a hard time wrapping my mind around how to describe Greg Popovich's career and long-term contribution as a coach. Right. Just breaking down some barriers. He broke down some barriers in the locker room on the floor, you know, and the result is what they are. And yeah. that's, that's what and that's why he's getting the recognition and the honor that he's getting. And he's get, and, and well deserved and 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 should and and I you know listen after he, he's probably the third I mean, coach and, I'm and, going and, to. And, and and along with, with, with Becky Hammond, she's she's part of his Well, legacy. that's true. Yeah, so he's, he's part of his legacy as well. Top, that's right. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for clearing that up for me. I don't know about he's that. my third coach. He's the third coach I'm grabbing. Okay. As far as all time. Okay. So that's just me. Uh, moving into the nine o'clock. No, we're already in the nine o'clock. Why am I we thinking are, this man. is eight o'clock I don't here, man? Know why we got to talk it. to Miles next, then, yeah, right? Yeah, we do. He's coming up next. All right, well, finish he's, it up there. He's ready for us. <laughs> Miles Garrett's <laughs> going to come up next. Give folks. me a piece of orange. Going to talk some Falcons. <laughs> going to talk some Braves. That's coming up. You stay with Sammy Greg here on this Saturday morning at Sports Radio 9290 Game and 9290Game.com. We're available everywhere on Odyssey. Thank you. Sports Radio 9290 Game, 9290Game.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this Saturday morning, 12th day of August. I, I, you know what I forgot to do in the beginning of the show? What was that? Just because I know we got a guest on here, and he would be want to know, too. How you doing? No, doing okay, man. You all right. Doing good. doing good. How about you? I'm doing all right. All right. I got to see Pops, and everything's cool. We got to watch some girls softball and yeah. and 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 checked on them, and everything is, you know. Yeah, man. Took them out, took them out for some ice cream. I actually took them to Costco. Whoa. We had to pick up a couple things, and, and okay. he sat there in the car, and, and, and honestly, <laughs> he, got, he got a big old thing. Costco got some, got some ice cream there that's incredible, yeah. and they, they mixed the strawberries in there and whatever, and man, he's like an eight-year-old. Yeah, I'm sure. He didn't eat it all because I wanted more. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, no, we got some ice cream for him there. Anyway, Mr. Crenshaw yeah. and, and our guest who are, uh, who's waiting patiently to get on here, I ask you this. Did you know on this day, President Eisenhower raised the minimum wage? This is 1955. This is the year that Marty McFly went back in time. Woof. 1955. He raised it from 75 cents to a dollar. That was the minimum wage minimum in wage. this country. Wow. From 75 cents to a dollar. Yeah. Gallon of gas, like a quarter or something. Something like that. Yeah. And it was on this day that the Boston Celtics were sold Ooh. for a record 
$6 million. <laughs> the last dude on the bench is making twice that. Yeah, really. How about that? How about that, right? Miles Garrett from Fox 5 joining us. Miles, good morning, man. How you doing, morning. buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? <laughs> we are uh, we're doing fine, man. So what's the show that you on when, you, when you're checking out the Falcons? It is Dirty Bird Report. Yeah. That's you, right? Dirty Bird Report. Yeah, one of our, one of our uh, let's see, five shows that we do, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. Litany litany of shows. At least you got a show, yeah, man. We, have quite a few. we had a pregame show yesterday, postgame show yesterday, early birds this morning, rise up tonight later, and then we have the actual Dirty Bird Report Sunday night. So we've, we've got a, quite a few we're working wow. on. This man is spinning and also once the college season starts, what, you got Bulldogs final? Bulldogs final, yes, sir. The postgame report. I got, I'm your host on, on Fox 5, so we've, we've got quite a few things we're working on. Yeah, that. This spark's yeah. coming off his heels, man. Yeah, man. So – what do we? Uh, what should you uh, let our audience know? And what should we take from last night's preseason game? Well, I, I tend to not look too much into the preseason, especially given the fact that basically no starters and honestly hardly any of the backups even played. It was mostly the third string guys. But I think the biggest thing that stood out to me and to, to most people watching is Ryan Nielsen's scheme. I mean. I just am salivating at the mouth to see what he can do with the guys like Grady Jarrett, Calais Campbell, because these guys were getting to the quarterback. I believe they had five sacks, I think three interceptions. I mean, this is something we have not seen from a defense in a long time, and they weren't exactly going up against scrubs with the Dolphins. They were playing against Mike White, Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson has a playoff start under his belt. Mike White has won a few games for the New York Jets, so – I think there were some really encouraging things to see, some guys fighting for roster spots, but certainly you can't wait to see what he can do with the starters, and I think we're going to see that next week against Pittsburgh. Yep, that's what we're looking forward to seeing, folks. We're spending time on the waitfor.com outline this, this morning with Miles Garrett from Fox 5 uh, Sports, and he is social. You can find him on the X or the Twitter, whatever you're calling it this week, at Miles Garrett TV, at Miles Garrett TV. The defense looked good. Offense, were you watching for much? I think we're watching for the quarterback to see if they carry a third quarterback if he ends up on the practice squad. He didn't do anything to really hurt his case last night, I don't think. Not at all. In fact, I think he did a lot to help his case. There were a few drop balls he had. There's one in particular I can think of. I forgot who the receiver was that dropped it. I believe it was Josh Ali, where he placed it perfectly down the sideline, and it was just dropped. And, you know, there were a few cases where some receivers dropped some balls there. But, I mean, he starts the game eight for nine, Looking really good. I mean, there there wasn't much else he could have done to look any better. I don't think, but I think as 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 we speak right now, his spot on the practice squad I think is reserved. But it's a matter of if the Falcons keep that third quarterback because I think you got to think that Taylor Heineke is a lock to make this roster, especially the backup job in and of itself. Uh, but you, you've got a lot of spots to consider right now, especially some rooms that are already looking pretty crowded, like the wide receiver room, the linebacker room. You're going to have to make some tough decisions. But Logan Woodside, I don't think, did anything to hurt his case last night. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, joined by Miles Garrett from Fox 5. All right, so that was last night. What are you looking for? What are you specifically looking for? want to see these guys do next week uh, against Cincinnati. Well, the, the big thing is just seeing the starters. I, I want to see Desmond Ritter get a couple series in. Again, it, it's it's all about health. I want to make sure these guys get out of here and get to the regular season with no injuries, nothing to worry about. We didn't have anything to worry about this 
this past week or last night rather. So I think that's key. That's paramount. But you'd love to see Bijan Robinson. Uh, also, did you guys get that right? It's Bijan Robinson. We were correct. Yeah, I was that. hearing that last night. Yes. No. We we, we apparently we've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's not Bijan. It's Bijan Robinson. Um, but anyway, would love to see what he can do out there on the field. And I really want to see the growth of Desmond Ritter. We've been seeing it at practice, but I really want to see it in game action. I think outside of that, it's really intriguing to see who's going to make the team at wide receiver, sort of that fifth and fourth spots that are up for grabs, because you know Matt Collins is going to make the team. You know Drake's going to make the team. But outside of that, it gets spicy a little bit, because you saw Scotty Miller play a good bit in this game. You want to see if maybe Frank Darby's got enough juice to, to maybe make the roster again. Josh Ali also pushing. Uh, also, Kings Ridge's very own Penny Hart. So yeah. there's a lot of guys on that roster right now that are fighting for spots, and I'd love to see what they could do with Desmond Ritter on the field. Talking to Miles Garrett, of course, with the Dirty Bird Report. He's there for you. And also, when the college season starts, going to be host of Bulldogs Final. Uh, over on Fox 5, he's joining us this morning to talk about the Falcons preseason contest. How much, uh, you know, uh, do you go the whole first half in this next game with your starters? How much do you do you do that? Because your last game, you know, you're going to want to play them some. But to me, that last game is always deciding who you're going to make for your final cuts. So how long do you play your starters in, in next week's game? It's a very good question, and uh, I'm not sure what's going through Arthur Smith's mind when it comes to that. Ideally, I'd probably like to see two, maybe three series with the starters because, again, I, I don't need to see too much. It's the preseason. I don't want guys getting hurt if they don't have to be out there on the field. You know, I, I, I remember distinctly last year against Detroit in the preseason, Drake London had a great catch, had another great catch, and then the third catch he gets, he gets injured and suddenly you're without Drake London for potentially the first game of the season. So that's something I don't want to see when it comes to guys like Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson, Desmond Ritter. I don't want to have a situation where Taylor Heineke has to come out there because Desmond gets his ankle rolled in a meaningless preseason game against Cincinnati. So because of that, I, I, I do think two to three series would be good. I distinctly remember back in 2016, Matt Ryan played well into the third quarter of a preseason game. I don't think we're going to see that, but uh, I think Arthur Smith does like to kind of keep his cards close to the chest when it comes to how long he likes to keep his starters in the game. All right, this is called a segue. We're going to make him switch segue? hats, right? Yeah. Change segue. hats. <laughs> it's like at the end of a NASCAR race, right? Yeah, he's, he's got a switch Quaker hats. State. No, no. He's got to talk about them more up there, up and there in New York, okay. and the Braves. All right. So, your thoughts on what's going on with this road trip so far? Uh, got the series? Well, actually, they split the series in Pittsburgh, which means you shake your head at. But they still they came out of there, sort of a push up in New York right now. As we sit here on August twelfth, you like what you're seeing with this Braves team? Any concerns, uh, or is it pretty much status quo? Well, as you guys very well know, every time I've come on here and talked to Braves with you guys, I've always said it's a long season. You know, if they lose the game, they're still the best team in baseball. You know, nothing to be too worried about. I think this is the first time where I have a little bit of a concern with this team. Now, granted, they still are the best team in baseball. They have the best record, and their offense is still historically great. But this pitching's got to figure some stuff out because you, if you're in a situation where – You've given up five or more runs in seven out of your last eight games against a team like Pittsburgh and some of these other groups you're going up against, teams that you should beat, even the Cubs. 
you know, that, that's, that's got to be a concern, especially with the guys who are, who are doing it. Spencer Strider has not looked like the Spencer Strider of old. Bryce Elder has started to look like he's been figured out a little bit, giving up seven runs against the Cubs. Um, and then Yanni Chirino is another guy who I think maybe the experiment has sort of run its course. I'd love to see the chance to maybe get Mike Soroka back up here and see what he can do at the major league level because I think Yanni Chirino has sort of shown – what he can do. And I mean, in two starts, he's given up 13 hits, nine earned runs. I think that's not good, obviously. And then, you know, it's, it, it is encouraging to see what Charlie Morton did last night. He granted, he did give up some hits and some walks, but the offense found a way to get it done. You know, you, you get a shutout there and, and you, you get the win against the Mets. But I think the pitching is something that desperately needs to be figured out at least before the playoffs start. Obviously we still got some time and the offense is still on it torrid pace but i think something needs to be figured out very soon with this pitching because what's been going on the last week or two has definitely been very concerning really since the all-star break spending time on the wayfor.com hotline with miles garrett talking braves baseball now let's talk about the pitching a little more because we got two games today and in the nightcap we got spencer strider we know he's going to go out he's going to get you double digit strikeouts but he's shown that he will give up the long ball sometimes too. Are you getting a little concerned uh, about that with him? I mean, he desperately needs a bounce back start. He's his ERA has ballooned almost up to seven in his two starts this month. So he definitely needs something to get back on track. We, if I tend to not look at you know recent starts as a as something that maybe is a long term outlook for a guy like Strider, guys who are all-star caliber type players, guys who, you know, at one point were leading the NL Cy Young race. So I'd like to think that Spencer will be able to figure it out just because he's shown his capabilities. But I do think he is a guy that desperately needs a bounce back start, especially against a team like the Mets who are struggling, where he really can have that bounce back start. But also, you you mentioned Spencer Strider. I really want to see what Winans can do in the first start because he had a very encouraging start against Milwaukee a few weeks back. He got sent back down. Now he's getting called back up. He could be a very vital piece for this team going forward, you know, because that fifth starter spot is sort of up for grabs right now. You got Elder, Strider, some of these other guys, Freed and Morton, who have locked down those four other spots, and that fifth one's a little bit up for grabs. So I think there's an opening for him to, to reach in there and take it, again, especially today against the team that is struggling, the New York Mets. It's an easy time for you to get in a solid quality start. And if they don't, if Spencer doesn't, if Winans doesn't, then you know this pitching is still going to be a concern because these are teams you should be beating pretty easily because of what you've already accomplished so far. Hey, Miles, let me ask you this, though. To those people who say that Strider's getting tagged lately, late in the game, we're talking about a team who has that second and third look at him and this is when he's given up long balls. Not all the time, but, but it seems like recently it's when they go through that lineup, which tells me that these professionals, we hear this all the time with power pitchers, right? We see it with, we've seen it throughout the years with Verlander. We've seen it with, 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 with Scherzer, those guys. And we're talking about some, Cy, you know, a few Cy Youngs between those two. That when Major League Baseball players get a chance to either time power pitchers or they get a look at them, at least especially guys who haven't been in the league that long and have that extra pitch to go to, this is when he's being tagged. And the, the conversation is Strider needs something. He need, I don't know if it's another pitch or something he does to one of the pitches he has, 
but that's going to get him over the top where he's going to be unhittable for seven, eight, nine innings to where he can make that adjustment as the as the batters are making the adjustments to him. How do you feel about that theory? Oh, I agree with it. I mean, he's only 24 years old. He's still learning some stuff in this league. I mean, he's still learning some stuff just as a major league starter. you got to keep in mind when he came into the league, really, with the Braves, he was sort of working as a bullpen guy. So he's still figuring some stuff out as a starting pitcher in this league. And, yeah, teams are figuring him out a little bit, you know, as he's going through the lineup. You know, they are professional hitters. Like you said, these guys know what they're doing. They're watching some tape on what he's doing. So, Likewise, he's going to be able to make some adjustments, whether that's adding a new pitch, whether that's you know getting a little bit more in control of his own command. I think time will tell. But the Braves have a very good pitching staff. Brian Sticker usually is very patient with his pitchers to let them work out of jams during games. I think that's from the Bobby Cox school, yeah. uh, working under him for years. But I think Spencer has shown enough talent to where you know he's got the stuff. It's just a matter of making his own adjustments because team or teams are adjusting to him, like yep. you said. So whether that's this year, I certainly hope it's this year because they're going to need his abilities come playoff time. But I, I, I don't have any doubt that Spencer will be able to figure it out. Hey, Miles, thank you as always, buddy. And, and, and just, you know, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Absolutely, guys. <laughs> he didn't know well. where I was going with that. There he is, folks. There he is, folks, from the Dirty Burt Report and Bulldogs Final. There you go. Miles and actor. Waiting for this right to get back. That's right. He's going to get residuals for some stuff. That movie he got me kicked out of. Um, <laughs> anyway, Miles, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thanks, Miles. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Miles Garrett Parks, five joining us. We're going to wrap things up next and get you set for a day of, as Mr. Crenshaw would say, a game day Saturday. It just ain't the same. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It's Sam and Greg. It's a Saturday morning. We are going to get out the way here for um, Chris Thomas here in a little bit. He will be taking over at top of the hour. Um, two things I want to just right off the top of my head. Yep. I'm waiting to hear back from Jaron Solomon mm-hmm. of Solomon Brothers Jewelers, mm-hmm. who will hopefully join us tomorrow. Okay. And if not, in in near future, because I talked to him, and you know he was getting his, I want to say PGA card, and he was out qualifying for something. And again, it was a very impressive title that he was going for. I don't know if it was a PGA card or trying to get eligible for something, okay. but Jaron got that kind of game. So I wanted to ask him about that, and of course he's a sponsor here, so get his get his thoughts on not just what he was doing on the golf course. But there is very few more bigger Bulldogs fans than Jaron Solomon. Okay. And so get his thoughts on the upcoming season. So he talked to him not too long ago, and he was willing to come on, but we haven't heard back and get confirmation for tomorrow. Okay. We'll say that we have Dustin Long joining us tomorrow. Yep. Got Maria Martin Mm -hmm. joining us from 11 Alive. Mm -hmm. And I have a woman who I'm just going to call Val. Yep. Who has taken a journey that started with what you do. Okay. She did television. She did radio. Mm-hmm. Um, did some, a lot of stuff here locally. But after a certain period, decided to change course, and now she's in the entertainment field. Not only that, she's behind the camera, and I think she's about this close from being certified as a full-blown cinematographer. Spike Lee can call her and say, I need you to shoot my next movie. Okay. She's at that level. But what I want to talk about with her as, as we try to fill these casting calls while the strike is going on, her journey, 
and how can she can inspire others. So she came from media and got into the entertainment business. You could be doing anything else. It's the stepping stone that she endured that that's the message. This is what she did. This is what she went through. I'm going to get into why she left broadcasting. But what were those steps that you had to take to get into the film industry? Right. So she's going to join us coming up tomorrow, too. Um, what was it? That and uh, we got we got, got Coach Daniel Bruner from Walton coming up tomorrow oh, morning. When's yes, Walton playing? They got that last game. That That's going to be Eric's game. game. They got the last game. Eric's going to be calling that game, he said. So we're going to have Coach Coach Bruner going to join us tomorrow morning. Is is there some sort of one of those kind of Joe Buck with the old St. Louis Cardinals things? If we got Eric in here and we got the coach of the team, people are going to feel like he's going to be showing favoritism during the call? No, Because y'all had so. Walton coach on the team, so he's favoring them. No, because we've had all these different coaches on the last few weeks. We got Grayson on? We We haven't had Grayson's coach on. Okay. But uh, but we we, we do have Walton, because we had a Gwinnett County team coach on Mm -hmm. today. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. And he had some fun with us, too. Yeah, we did. We had some fun. (laughs) And he told a great, he told a really good Jeff Rancourt story. (laughs) Yeah, he did. missed it, you're going to have to go to Sam and Greg on 92.9thegame.com. You know what, that's what I want to remind people. You know, in any of the episodes from our shows or any of the shows here on Sports Radio 92.9thegame, go to 92.9thegame.com and you can hear uh, any of the episodes, any of the great interviews we've done, especially now that we get into football season. Everything mm-hmm. with Falcons, you can find it there. Go back. If you miss something, you know, that happened during the game, during the course of the week, interview with coaches or players because we have it all covered. Uh, you want to go to our website. Happy 60th birthday mm-hmm. to, to Anthony Ray. Okay. You didn't know who that was right off, right? Not right you off. You know who that is, Eric? Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh, all right now. <laughs> Let's see, he'll probably have that ready when we come there back. We go. Happy there we 60th go. birthday, dun, 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 Sir Mix-a-Lot. Dun, 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 For you, dun, 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 Mr. Crenshaw, okay. turning 52 years old 52. today. Yes. One of the greatest tennis players of all time. Okay. Pete Sampras. Pete's, whoa, Pistol Pete. Yeah. Pete is 52 today. 52 years old, man. What a game. What what's a game. The, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Plexico Burris who turns 41 today? Oh, oh my goodness. Come on, say it. What's your first thing you think of? <laughs> a wounded rear end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, not good. And talking about putting this dude in the ring again uh, with, with, with a big fight, but um, 35 years old today. Tyson Fleury. Tyson okay. Fury. Tyson Fury. Yeah, we, 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 we'll see Happy him. Happy birthday to him. We'll, we'll see him one at some point. So, you know? anyway, there you go. They got uh, things happening today, happening today. But uh, forget the Braves play two today. First Ernie game Banks Day. Yep, they're playing two up in New York. Uh, Alan Winans is going to get the start in the first game. That was postponed from all the way back at April 29th. And then, um, of course, we're going to have Spencer Strider for the nightcap uh, for that. Atlanta Dream in action uh, this evening. They're out west. Boy, they let one get away out of Seattle. They only scored seven points in the fourth quarter, and they lost by one. They had a big lead, and the wheels just fell off. And the coach says, put that one on me. Blame that one on me. You know, seven points, and they lose 68-67 up in Seattle. They're playing L.A. Sparks uh, tonight, and then they go and play Las Vegas, which is just – they just running everybody off the court. They they play them tomorrow. That's coming up for Atlanta Dream. Also, your Hall of Fame inductions coming up this evening, uh, I think 7 o'clock. It's when that uh, happens if you're keeping up with things as far as the Hall of Fame and you want to catch those induction ceremonies. Eric, come on in here. Give me your opinion on this. I'm going to give you two locations. Give me one I'm leaving out or pick one of these two. Where Who will have more Beyonce fans during the day today? 
Atlantic Station or, or, or Lenox Mall? Oh, Atlantic Station, for sure. Atlantic Station? Yeah, absolutely. M- more than Lenox? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lenox Mall is more of a younger crowd now. Yeah, but, we're but, talking about but, folks coming to town, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, you talking about the visitors? I'm talking yeah, about the, 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 the because you know the, 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 the tourists is going to go to Linux. Oh, we're that's overrun because that's all you see on the reality TV shows is folks hanging out at Linux. So yeah. folks going to be coming to town and they're going to want it, to. It, it's going to be a madhouse over there. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't want anything from Linux. But if I wanted something from Linux, I would not go over there today. Or great, going to be great, great people watching. Yeah, well, it will be that, but I don't even want to see that. The city is overrun like spring break with Beyonce fans. Yeah, and they got to find a place to go during the day. We welcome them all to town. Right, but they're not hanging out at Centennial Park out there in the sun. They're filling up our hotel rooms. They're filling up. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we want that for that. They're doing that. Filling the hotel. They're going to restaurants. They're going to do all those things before they go. What am I leaving out? Where where would you think they would go that I'm leaving out of them too? Because um, those are the two big places. Th- those they're gonna are do two, some shopping. They're gonna buy some yeah, stuff. Yeah, they they do that. But they, you know what? They're, they're gonna be all over. They're not gonna be as concentrated in one area. I mean, I mean, they, 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 I know that's what I'm saying. What am I leaving out? Pond City Market. Pond City Market is gonna be. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're right there. Yep, yep, yep. But if it wasn't so crazy that. as far as park, they had more parking there. Yeah, they need. Definitely. They need more parking. And, and if it was on the the uh, public transit, that would really help. Right, too. right. That's, that's the only reason I left that out. That's a debate right now. We ain't gonna get into what that. What you mean? That's a debate. That's a debate because they want to they want to take the, uh, the the rail down there. They they, they want to take the um, trolley, street streetcar. And they should. They're folks who don't want the streetcars down there. But But it's time. It it is time. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. Yeah, while while we wait for the (laughs) streetcars to to, to get the funds in the I I left a place out, (laughs) and it's not so much to go shop, but I guarantee you there are going to be a lot of folks visiting the King Center. They will go Just there. to go by there. They, they, they'll, yeah. go, they'll, they'll, they'll go by. But they, they look Friends there. will take them by there. Because you said they got folks coming from other cities to, the, to Atlanta. Right, right, This right. might be their first trip here. So y'all got to take me to the King Center on Saturday. They may, they may go down the Up and down Auburn Avenue. Absolutely. All right. Uh, on this day, you ever heard of uh, Bertha Benz? Bertha Benz. B-E-N-Z. No. Well, you should have because it's the wife of Carl, whose name is on that stadium around the corner up the block. Really? His wife mm-hmm. took the first According to reports here, the first moto tour, the first motor tour. Okay. I didn't say car, but this happened on this day. Uh, that was the wife of Carl Benz. Speaking of Carl's, I mean cars, Henry uh, Ford. Ah. Uh, Model T today. Model T. Model T became the first car. Uh, well, the first Model T car. Did they have cold pumpkin pie bringing it to the football game? Hey, he didn't say whether it was in Detroit. I'm just saying. And I, I know you want to let t- Somebody in my house always says, he needs to let that go. No, no, we'll not. We'll not. <laughs> I just said, somebody buy houses in. Yeah. Um, wait, wait until this season starts. Everybody think they're going to be all that. Go, go ahead. Oh, you don't think that the Lions going to do nothing up there? Man. Who do you think is going to come out of that division? I don't know, but I mean, I don't think the Lions going to be what people think they're going to be. They're the Lions, man. It's like the Mets. The Mets spend a lot of money. Oh, the Mets supposed to do this Mets and that. Mets didn't what do nothing the at doing? the end of the season. They right. gave you, and they don't have. No, they, I mean, Mets didn't do anything from the start of the season. No, that's right. Lions okay. turned it up at the end of last season. They yeah. gave you belief that they believe in the coach and they got a quarterback. And it ain't like this quarterback ain't been in the Super Bowl before. He's been there. But I, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Uh, you ever heard of the movie Wings? It's one of two silent movies that were up, that got the best picture Academy Award. Okay. Wings happened on this, came out on this day. Silent film that won Best Picture. Uh, a guy named Clarence Birdseye got the patent today, which I can imagine he would Frozen be dinner. Get. That's, well, for the, the, method, of, the method of freezing food. 
<laughs> he got the patent. Wow. Clarence Birdseye. It happened on this day. Birthdays go out to one of the greatest directors of all time, Ten Commandments and others, Cecil B. DeMille. Uh, we want to thank him for bum, introducing bum, us. Bum, bum. Yes. We want to thank this guy for introducing us to Dolly Parton. That'd be Porter Wagner. Porter Wagner. Porter Wagner. Wait, man, more rhinestones today. on that man's yeah, outfit. Yeah, he did. Oh my goodness. Speaking of country singers, also Buck Owens. Oh yeah. It's been his birthday today, man. Old Buck. Mm-hmm. Parnelli Jones. Okay. Race car driver. Mm-hmm. The Eternal Tan. George Hamilton. George Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> whose mother? Whose mother? And now let me ask Eric. Trivia question. You heard of George Hamilton, the actor? No. Really? No. Give me something he's been in. Jeez. A, a ton of things. I, you know. George Please. Hamilton's one of those actors who's been at it since the 60s. Okay. Um, I, I probably know him if I see him. Yeah, if you saw him. Yeah. But he's always tanned. Yeah. Always, you know, like, always got tanned. All right. Did you so see they, Godfather? They buy those machines. Did you see Godfather 3? No, I heard that's the one to not bother yeah, with. Yeah, not many, but he played <laughs> Michael's lawyer in that one. George Hamilton's mother is Margaret Hamilton. Did you know this, Sam? Well. She was the Wicked Witch of the West. Really? George Hamilton's mama is my the Wicked pretty. Witch of the West. Oh, my, yeah, oh my pretty. My pretty. <laughs> Happy 74th birthday to Mark Knopfler, Dire Straits, mm-hmm. Lynette Woodard. Come on, tell Eric who Lynette Woodard was. Lynette Woodard. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, Come on, Sam. And uh, Globetrotter. The first, 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 first female Globetrotter. There you go. Yeah. And Miss Cleo. Who will Call me a, now. Who will be having a movie made about her. Call me now. With yours truly in it where I get to fuss in Aunt Viv. And I'm not. I had an out of body experience with that. Yeah, you're, uh, Yuri Del Harris is her yeah. real name. Okay. And there you go. Your insignificant information for today. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Yeah. Eric, thank you very much. We want you to have like a planned little segment, so you want to find out what's going on in your world tomorrow. That'll come up at 7:40. We got Chris Thomas joining us next. Mr. Crenshaw, you gonna have yourself a good day? Gonna do my best. I'm going to try and do the same thing. All the right. rest of you, thank you for letting us be a part of your Saturday morning. It's Sam and Greg. We'll be back tomorrow from 6 until 10. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.